Welcome to Botter's News Podcast. This podcast is all about staying ahead of the curve through the implementation of personalized one-on-one conversations with your audience. We focus on designing personas, the conversations they are having, and the technology that is enabling the dialogue. Here are your hosts, Hans and Jerome. Hi there. Great. You are joining for the uh, new Botter's News Podcast. Uh, my name is Hans, and uh, good day. And uh, my name is Jerome. And uh, yeah, in case you have not listened yet to the other podcast, there are some uh, uh, some others. Uh, as this is episode six uh, around pitfalls, around e-commerce, and others. Uh, this week in episode six, we're going to look at some uh, Forbes research that we did dug up. And uh, based on a question from a food brand, a consumer packaged good food brand, uh, we are going to cover as well the research as uh, as the whole we go to the bot implementation formula. So uh, this episode is completely focused on uh, on consumer packaged goods and uh, and food. So uh, before we uh, before we start, uh, first uh, quickly uh, as mentioned, we're going to look at the research. We'll look at the food brand and uh, and some other stuff, uh, and then of course today with uh, with a quote. Now, before we start, I would like to uh, for the for the new ones, uh, we have a great free mini course uh, that you can go through. It will help you avoid the pitfalls in implementing a bot. Uh, hopefully, you're going to start with a chat bot. Um, in case for a voice bot, that works as well. And we will cover also the bot implementation formula. So that's the step-by-step approach where, which will help you uh, successfully implement bots. Now, the, the link is in the show notes and you can go there directly. Uh, don't write, drive and, uh, and browse, but botimplementation.com slash PMC. So, uh, so botimplementation.com slash PMC, our free mini course. Um, first, the research of, uh, of um, Forbes was uh, very interesting because they uh, split it up in a couple of sections. They have a lot of items. Some are, which I, when I linked to the articles, uh, were a little bit uh, older, but, uh, but uh, definitely a very interesting one. The reason why I want to cover it uh, together with Jerome is that, uh, that, we, um, that we will zoom in on uh, CPG brands. So first, impact of a customer, 62% of companies um, view the customer experience by contact center as a competitive advantage. And that's critical with uh, the whole uh, customer support, uh, of course, or partner support uh, when you sell as a CPG to retailers and other partners and web shops. It's also critical that you help them out with selling your products and, and bots can help uh, in automating the contact center 24-7. So uh, the next one uh, I think you will like a lot because that's up your alley, uh, Jerome, is that uh, consumers who have an emotional connection with a brand have a 306%. However, can you calculate that? I was thinking about a higher lifetime value. So that's kind of... You need a bit of data for that, but yes, I mean, right. it's, it's always interesting to see how loyalty actually uh, builds uh, value. 
Right, right. The, the good thing is that it's very critical, and Jerome will dive into that a little bit later as well, that the emotional connection, when you start implementing bots, is very critical to do it right. Otherwise, you're breaking down your brand. So mm-hmm. uh, this, is a, this is a great one, but I wanted to at least cover this one. Later on, we will indicate like how important your personas are uh, and also your bot persona before you're going to kill the brand. I think this one actually is a, is a point where a lot of brands still has a lot of opportunity to gain because there's very few brands who actually have this, this really emotional connection uh, ongoing and so on and so on. So it's, uh, it's really a, a massive opportunity for a lot of brands. Still. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and the thing is that they shouldn't hold back on doing things automatically like with a bot because, of course, we believe that when you do it right, you can also have an emotional connection mm-hmm. between the consumer and the bot as a CPG mm-hmm. manufacturer, not only for selling potentially when you're a CPG, but also for just engaging, which we'll dive into later. Um, next one, uh, 70% of the buying experience is based on how the customer feels they are treated. Now, looking at a bot, we have looked at many bots already and implemented some. And that, that, that the interesting thing is that how you are treated by the bot is very critical. So how you communicate, uh, because again, it hurts your brand. And uh, as again stated here, it's definitely very, very critical for the customer. So... Uh, yeah, so it's how- funny as well on this one. It, it always comes back to my old background as well in terms of automotive, where a lot of people actually see the visit to the dealership as a pain point rather than a positive experience because right. they feel they're going to be ripped off or anything like that. And it, it really shows how what a massive step still needs to be made in, made in this industry as well. Uh, last on the customer experience, which, and there are many more and, um, and the article is, uh, is in the show notes, but uh, 76% of consumers expect companies to understand their needs and expectations. Now I find this very interesting because we often see that when you start conversations, uh, you go from communication to conversation and then the conversation is most likely that you ask the people what they're looking for, what they want, what their pain points are, what their challenges or frictions are. So this definitely uh, resembles uh, our belief that you need to start with the why and that you need to solve a business problem and not implement the bot for nothing. And have conversation. Right. Cool. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Go from communication to conversation. Don't yeah, push. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 From, from communication to conversation. So yeah, that's uh, really interesting. Uh, omnichannel. Omnichannel experiences. So um, 89% of the customers uh, say that, uh, that, uh, that, that uh, the companies with the strongest omnichannel experience retain 89% of their customers. So when they engage in all channels very consistently, uh, they, uh, they, will definitely, uh, they will definitely stay and, uh, and the retention is, is less. Huh? So compared to 33% retention when you have a weak omnichannel customer experience. So that, uh, that says it all. And uh, yeah, we of course believe that People are going more into personalization, conversations, and uh, and the chat, and quick quick replies, quick quick messaging, and voice is definitely something mm-hmm. on the rise. So that channel should not be avoided in the omni-channel experience. Yeah, I've seen it in a couple of companies now. The difficulty of setting up the omni-channel experience, and it's <laughs> the biggest problematic in a lot of the companies is actually that is managed by different departments. 
Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sales, and nobody yeah. really applying on down across uh, across the channels or an omni-channel experience. And honestly, here um, again, we're coming back to to having the conversation and, and actually customers wanting to have that conversation any time of the day, any place, any time, etc. Particularly with the mobile, it's uh, it's uh, shocking to see how unprepared we still are for this uh, experience. Yeah, it's definitely a good uh, challenge to uh, to make that uh, more efficient. Now, the next one I found the most interesting one in the whole research, 83% of consumers say they want the ability to move between channels, which makes sense. Yeah. But when talking to the brand, only 50% of the companies support the cross-channel interactions. Now, that's yeah. definitely more up the alley of a, a technology uh, platform, of course, that you are capable in switching and, and, and mainly, of course, which I spoke to a food brand about as well recently is that they want to look at their whole consumer master data and clean it up. And when you have a consumer that have has different email addresses in different companies or in different usages or in different channels, then it's very difficult to of course track them cross channel in the interactions. Now you can do that in different ways. Don't get me wrong, but there needs to be a unique identifier uh, also moving into a bot. Eh? When you go on a website, you link them to Facebook or Messenger bot, for example, to interact and to help them out and to ask questions. You need to store it back again, of course, in your own consumer uh, database. Um, and uh, unique identifiers are then critical to uh, to have this uh, cross-channel interaction uh, successful. Not very easy. Um, yep. Last uh, part, which is definitely of our interest as it all, is about personas, um, the conversations they're having, and second, the technology uh, that uh, that enables these conversations is uh, technology-wise. So, yeah, 68 of the business leader uh, say that uh, that the future definitely involves humans and AI working together. Uh, so that's that's pretty uh, pretty pretty big. Of course, AI is also a buzzword because uh, what is it? Uh, bots are also in the area of AI, uh, self-learning bots even more. Uh, marketing leaders uh, say that 34% really believe, and I find that very low, uh, that they mm. really believe that uh, that that this will improve the customer experience. So uh, I think with relationship to personalization demands of all the people. I think you need to all there also there have some kind of AI capability. So if it's not bots, then it's definitely on the personalization side of the house. I think cool. it's, I think the reason why the number is so low is that it's still a relatively alien concept for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. What should I, what should I consider under AI in customer experience? And, and with that, yes, uh, this will only grow with more solutions being put onto the market. And then you'll see more Me Too solutions of other one retailer versus another retailer, or one CPG versus another CPG. So there will be quite some changes in this area. Well, the question is how quickly the technology uh, will grow and more and more. You see that on the chatbot platform sides. I see a lot of every week new platforms popping up. Uh, mm -hmm. How much uh, successful uh, bots, uh, at least in our area, are out there? Uh, so uh, hopefully they, uh, when you see a lot of posts about great bots, then they're all most the same and some quit and some stopped and didn't work out and didn't bring the value that they wanted. Uh, but however, um, small steps are critical, but that's why I think they're not uh, that many yet like successful ones that really bring the value 
that everybody thinks it should bring. Now related to, oh, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, I mean, here we're coming back to our, the reason why we started as well is uh, tech is nice. And, and I like the tech. I mean, I like playing with the various platforms and so on as well. They're super easy. They're very uh, customer friendly as well. But it doesn't teach you how to make a conversation. Right, and, and, and start with why you should have the conversation. because uh, Yes, and uh, yeah. I mean, you've seen it with the bots that we've looked at as well. Um, engagement, the dialogue, and so on is in some cases extremely poor. You have some really good ones, but if it's not inspirational, if it doesn't bring you to continue in this discussion, have a real discussion of value um, and, and which is relevant with, with the consumer, a bot is completely useless. Right. It is really right. about conversation. It's the, the tech is just a facilitator. Yes. Uh, then, then the next one, which is an old one, which was strange to put that in for the predictions of 2020, but 80% of companies have already adopted an AI chatbot or have plans to do so by 2020. Now, this is old research. I don't think 80% has uh, implemented it yet so we should get it's pretty fast and yeah we should get pretty fast <laughs> in 2020 um, not what i've seen on on yeah. the research i right, to be right. very honest yeah so uh but it was an interesting one that that's the prediction mm. which 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 never will come to light but i think uh, we, we should definitely take it a little bit slower and good rather than do it quick um and and also related old research as well but which is kind of funny and then we close this down um 2020 average person will have more conversations with bots than with their spouse no that's uh, (laughs) in our case it's slightly different but but but, but, yeah it will be very daunting (laughs) and you should ask yourself when you talk more to alexa (laughs) than to your spouse so Hey, moving on to the next topic, uh, audience question. So uh, today we're going to cover, as mentioned, more CPG food brand focused. Uh, we put it a little bit more generic in food as it was a very specialized food manufacturer. But the thing is, how can I engage with my consumers as a CPG food brand? So what can I do? Now, focusing, of course, on the bot implementation formula, taking the foundation, we will discuss that. That's really uh, building the, the fundament. Then we look at the components, the personas, and the, 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 the conversations you can have. Uh, we will skip the technology uh, that's, uh, that's not now. And then, uh, of course, the formula also covers like how do you implement it? Eh? So how do you construct it every which we will not cover, but that's the key thing. We will start now for whom? Eh? Because that's the why that you need to start with. Why are you doing this? Uh, critical to think like uh, for whom and uh, whom do I want to inspire and start to talk with uh, uh, where is that taking place and then we mean in the process not necessarily on, um, on 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 the channel that you might think people say oh it's on Facebook and we started Facebook or perhaps in the retail store you want to engage physically uh, and if they're on your website you want to engage also but where in the journey we mean where in the process can you start conversations so not in which channel or whatever that's second huh? that's second and then of course uh, the most important thing in the why is what is the business goal how why do you want what do you want to solve so we will go through this first then we go into the what and we streamline there the conversations that you can have they're completely focused on uh, cpg brands 
So you uh, did a very in-depth, uh, had an in-depth discussion with someone and... Uh, and you yeah, shall I kick it off? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. okay. So for whom? Um, here, it was really an obvious choice. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very clear movement, which is happening across the board. So here we're really focusing on a health conscience uh, uh, person and in particular young family. Okay. Uh, why, which business goals, what do you want to achieve, uh, what do you want to solve? Here we're really talking about brand engagement, top of mind, engage to, uh, um, to buy in store. Okay. Sorry for the typo there. Um, for those, sorry, for those who are looking on, on the video, you'll see the typo. My apologies for that one. It was late night last night. So we'll, we'll continue and try to improve next time. Um, we're in the journey. So this one, very, very clear. And, and this I want to uh, make very um, clear to everybody as well. We are talking omnichannel. When we're talking about we're in the journey, as Hans already said, we are not talking about via email, via bot, or anything like that. We are talking about the stage of the uh, customer journey. Um, and as such, it can be anywhere. Yeah? So for us, what I want to talk about here today is in the compare phase. So either scan a QR code on Leaflet or the web page. Okay, so we'll take that as, as, a, as a starting point and then I'll, I'll, I'll take you through uh, the various process as we usually do as well when we implement uh, our formula. Okay, so we have, as you guys already know and as you've seen, hopefully seen, uh, visiting our, our uh, mini course, um, we have the, the three elements, one, the personas, Two, the conversations, and three, the technology that facilitate basically the conversations as well. So today, what I will be focusing on mainly is the personas. We have two personas. Now, again, for those uh, people looking at the video, you can say, see on the left, we have um, um, our audience. So who is the person we are going to engage with? What is our target audience that we're going to engage? with on the right our bot now a lot of you will raise the question is but in which way are those two related i'll just make up a name for uh for the bot um i plump uh, i put a uh a bit of um, a funny name behind it and we and off we go that is where we really with a lot of companies as well hold step back and simply say yeah but guys this is not your starting point. Your starting point is who are you going to have that conversation with? And more importantly, what are their beliefs, their dreams, and their needs? If you do not know that, you can never have a bot which is engaging uh, properly with your audience because he will talk otherwise complete different language than the audience that you're engaging with. Okay? As such, following when you have identified your audience, then we identify who's our bot, how does she, he, she, and you need to decide that as well, whether it makes more sense to make it a he or more sense to make it a she or even um, no sex whatsoever. How does he or she reflect our brand and our brand values and the value proposition that we're trying to bring across? Yeah, what is the behavior? And more importantly, what is the communication style? Are we 
um, are we talking to teenagers? Are we talking to a mum? Are we talking to um, a, uh, a family man? Are we talking to uh, um, a guy any children? Right. Yes, anybody, basically. Yeah, we need to know who, and this is really coming back to our audience, is if you speak the right language, you can engage with your audience. Okay. Yeah, and I think, uh, true, uh, I think you need to start first who you're going to start conversations with. Okay. And that crystal clear, detail that out first. Um, of course, you should not change how your bot is communicating based on your brand value. So you shouldn't change your brand values, but definitely take in the mix the person, one, that you're going to talk to. Second, your values, the way you want to communicate and then see uh, how that evolves. So uh, next one, yeah, for, for, for people that um, don't see this, Jerome, of course, will explain it, but please uh, visit the link in the show notes uh, to the video potentially. Then uh, and it's also on the page on our website, but uh, yeah, so uh, first the persona that you're going to have conversations with. So what's that about? Yeah, just one little step back and um, to, to build on what you were saying as well. Think of your bot as a child, yeah? Um, when you have children, and I think a lot of you out there will know uh, what I'm talking about. One, your child has some genetics. Your child has some behavior which is learned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all this together makes one personality. The bot is exactly the same. So your brand values are one element. Your way of communication is another element, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Make a full persona. Now, audience, sorry for that. I just keep chatting when I talk about personas. Um, for the persona, I'm, I've done it very simple. I've focused on what I said already is um, we were focusing basically on a health-conscious family. So here what I've done is I've, I've, I've set a, a picture, which is meet Donna. Donna is basically young mom, two children, one child in, in the crash, for instance, or in kindergarten, one child already going to school. Um, but I think one key point which you can advise to anybody out there is select a picture, identify who is that person? A picture that represents your audience because when you then engage with it, it makes it, one, tangible, and two, you're more likely to be more open and honest and friendly when you have a clear vision, a clear image in mind for the communication. Now, then I've listed five key elements here. Demographics, living situation, lifestyle, beliefs and value, and purchase behavior. Okay all very, very valid elements when you talk about an audience. Okay, There's several tools for that, and in, in, in our courses as well, we will share those uh, tools moving forward in order to facilitate the persona um, establishment. Now, for the demographics, in this case, I've chosen for a married young mother, about 30, 30 plus, um, two children between age between two and five years old, and she's educated, okay? No. That will give you a little bit of a picture in terms of who we're talking with. Living situation, house in the suburbs, two-car households, mortgage, middle-class income, and the children going to school and preschool as well. Her lifestyle is, as anybody with kids, active, outgoing. <laughs> it depends on, on how easy your kids are. 
Um, <laughs> true, but, uh, true, 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 true. Yeah, it can well, be true. a desire, at least, that you're outgoing. And, of course, you have a very, very busy life, uh, lifestyle. Now, in this case, I've made Donna uh, a part-time mom or a part-time employee of a company as well. So let's say she works in, I don't know, advertising, for instance, and the rest of the time she is a mom. So she's the one who picks up the kids. She's the one who drops them off at school and so on as well. With that, her leading the easy life and basically going off on, on to work and having these business trips and stuff. But sorry about that for the women out there. I fully f uh, feel for them. I'm, I'm doing the drop-off time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Frequent visits to the gym, yeah, because let's face it, I think a lot of you have seen this, 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 this uh, fabulous uh, video as well and of a, of a certain exercise brand, which I shall not name further, um, right. which gives you a little bit of, a, of an idea as well. Um, beliefs and values. And here we come to the serious part. So the beliefs and values are health, health conscience, very concerned with a balanced diet. As soon as you have kids and so on, this really becomes a, a key critical issue. It grows up. It becomes much more uh, uh, vivid and front, front of mind. Also, it is a general trend out there, and you see it much more uh, coming. Growing environmental awareness. I think everybody is aware of this. Uh, you, you see you're watching TV on a daily basis, so you see what is going out there. Likes to cook herself, but always, and then this is a key thing as well, convenience is key. Let's face it, convenience is what drives a lot of behavior from people nowadays anyway. And then mainly in case of a family situation, two young kids, convenience is key in order to do it. So convenience comes back in a purchase behavior, buys uh, biological brands, but compares prices between brands. For instance, and here you have your mobile, you have your comparison apps and so on as well, but she's willing to pay extra for for instance, an environmental conscious product involves the kids, and this is important, involves the kids in the shopping experience, and the children's choice is very much important because the children's choice will drive do they eat it, do they not eat it in the end. Yeah? Now, that's our persona, that's our audience that you get through the various research which is out there of your company. You take the data that is Available and you actually break down who is the customer I want to have that discussion with. In this case, Donna. Okay. Then we come to the next one. Hans is a little bit too eager on the on the clicking. I'm afraid. Yeah, so I wanted to meet Troy, right? Right, I, right. I, yeah. I know. He wants yeah, to meet yeah. Troy. Hans is it, this is Hans. Yeah, basically yeah. Hans. <laughs> Robot personified. Right. Um, right. Now, so just just to do a quick recap. So, so what we what we discussed here, it's very important that when you start with the components in the formula, so more of the what, that you really focus on who you're going to talk to. It's a it's a very in depth discussion and a detailed out. It's mentioned. We will cover that also in our courses. How you can do that, but it's critical. Don't move too quickly with this one because uh, you're going to lose it and you're not going to engage correctly uh, with these folks. Now, the next step, which Jerome is going to cover, is, of course, when you have discussed the persona that you're going to talk to, uh, what should be the other side, right? So, um, yep. so who should that be looking at when that would be a person? Now, pretend that this person would be Troy, which is a very masculine robot, 
and what does he love or not love, but uh, Jerome will go through that to just to give you a feel of what you just heard and if Troy then could be a match. I like that word match because basically that's usually how I approach things as well. It's like being a matchmaker. You take two profiles and you try to match them to be together. And there you have the profiles that fall off for obvious reasons, the profiles that fall off for not so obvious reasons, but then you have the perfect match as well. And that's basically what you're trying to do in this exercise. Okay? Your bot is important because of the following. Now, your brand positioning, your bot is your representation of the brand positioning. You need to be clear on what your brand stands for. If you're not clear, the bot will not be clear and nobody else will be clear for you. Yeah, that's, I think, the basic of any brand engagement that you have. If you're not clear on your brand, don't even start. Now, in this case, we have a food brand for, for produce, um, strong brand name, household name, low environmental image, and a clear, obvious health benefit. Okay, think of it as a specific fruit or uh, any other more health product. Okay. It is a perishable produce in this case, and that's a little bit of the discussion that I had as well with, with uh, one of our clients, um, sold through non-owned retail. So it is basically does not own any of the channels on which the product is uh, sold through. It is purely there as a manufacturer, a producer, and basically it will then have to bring that image that it has, that brand image, to the market, to the, uh, to the client, to the end consumer in between, which is difficult to do when you do not own your own retail product. But this is one of the solutions on which you can do that. Appearance, now in this case, uh, I mean, it is a little bit healthy. So we've made uh, Troy active, sporty, sports gym coach style. So imagine your very chunky sports gym coach from high school um, who's standing there flexing his muscles in front of the mirror. Yeah, imagine that as a bot. Okay. Then communication style, strong health focus, sports-centered, coaching, serious. And then last but not least, what is the purpose that the bot needs to do? You show the health benefit of the product, educate, etc. Now, when you go back, maybe you can go one slide back to, to Donna uh, Hans. Basically, one of the key assets that we've seen coming out of the research with Donna is Donna is sporty. She is very active. She likes the health elements. But what she's absolutely not into is beef and chunky. Yeah. What she is into, or more importantly, what is the main motivator when she buys these kind of products is her influence driven by her children. When you go back to, um, to our bot, to Troy, Troy does not talk to children. Troy is beef and chunky, and he talks to adults. Now, here already you have a massive disconnect with your, uh, with your bot, because ultimately what you want to bring across is a bot that can actually engage with both the parent, in this case Donna, the mom, but also the children, because the children are um, very influential in terms of the product choice, in terms of the purchase behavior of Donna. And as such, if you miss out this element, your entire campaign is shot out. Yeah, and I think the children will be afraid a little bit of Troy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wouldn't be happy of having Troy in the same room with the children. 
let's right. just say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah? So Guys, if this is an example, but uh, <laughs> for the podcasters out there, you understand what we're saying, but that, that should be, that's not a match for the children and perhaps not no. even a match for Don, right? So, uh, so exactly. that's, that's, that's the message here. Okay. Cool. Marvelous. So if we go to the next one, and there we present we've done, one, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've, I've created also, so I've created two bot personas just to show you a little bit of difference in the nuances between the different characteristics. Brand positioning, still very much the same. Food and product, still very much the same. Sure. Um, appearance still is here. We already come in a different element because his appearance is much more friendly, much more approachable, much more healthy, etc. And much more oriented towards being accessible for children as well. Communication mindset is still educational. It's, but it's more funny, it's more approachable for the children. In this case, actually, I would go into an instance where, for instance, the children are interacting with the bot rather than the parent. So they use either the parent mobile or whatever, and through gamification, you can have a wonderful engagement of your children with the bot, thereby already educating the future uh, buyer yeah, uh, while get them while they're young. And at the same time, also influence Donna in terms of you need to buy this. Oh, mom, have you seen this? This is absolutely great. Platform, I've done this across the board, and this is really um, Messenger, SMS, and web, because you, you shouldn't forget this. This needs to be seamless in terms of the interaction between the two, because you will have a lot of elements on which you can drive towards the web with stories as well. And at the same time, you have the elements in terms of a little bit of the game in Messenger and SMS. Cool. All right. So this will fit, right? Donna with happy instead of... And this will give us Donna and happy, ultimately. Right. Yeah, right. which is the key thing that we need to have. Right. Okay. Yeah, and Donna point. and happy can have that conversation. The children can have that conversation. And then basically you have a much more higher engagement platform with your audience. True, definitely good engagement and no bad brand experience, right? Because that's what we exactly. avoid. All right, now we've covered how you should approach the bot, uh, uh, how you, who you're going to talk to, and then look at the bot. We're now going to focusing in on the, as we call them, conversation, high-level conversation opportunities. We're not going into the design and the detailed design and the micro-design of conversations that's covered in in our courses uh first step first is uh, the mini course but then you can perhaps move on but the thing is that we go through now is the the journey the customer journey of these consumers uh, where they're at and then give you some hints tips tricks on uh, what you can do and have conversations with which is nothing new these conversations will definitely happen as well we only will cover them uh, that was the question like where can i have interactions with my consumers now in the search phase uh, first one off uh, yeah if you are already going direct if not then this doesn't apply but we'll be going more to the direct to consumer side you can of course in the search phase uh, pop up the bot and ask them uh, start a conversation on the website in this case uh, start a conversation on asking what they are looking for right what are they trying yep. to cook what yep. do they want to prepare what do the kids want right so uh, yep. that's uh, 
perhaps you don't want to buy what the kids want and first screen it first. At least that's with my kids. But uh, yeah, the thing is that's uh, that's critical. So uh, don't let them play with the bot. <laughs> uh, second uh, is uh, engage in the retail. Now, some people forget, but if you have a retail display or you have your uh, your, um, your your pack in uh, in the shelf. Uh, if there is a QR code on, you can also uh, let them scan it. You engage with the bot and you know where they are potentially if they allow you to. Don't get be too chick, tricky because that's definitely not good for the brand, but at least you can start an engagement there in the store in yep. uh, requesting. And keep in mind how many people are working with the mobile in their hands nowadays. This is a very, very easy element and just pop up, get an idea, get some inspiration as well moving forward. Uh, moving from search uh, to then, hey, I have some products I want to compare. So what yep. do we have here? So here, what I put is, uh, I, I like, I'm, I'm very much into the environmental story and so on as well. So apologies for that one. I will not uh, uh, push too much for that. But basically, I mean, here, opportunities are, a lot of the brands are doing this. Now you want to get your message out there. I'm green, I'm not green. This is the, the, the social engagement that we're doing. So here, again, you come back to you scanning a QR code or you get an email in terms of why should I choose my, why should people choose my product over that of my competitor? It is a very easy in which the bot can take you through an entire journey in terms of this is how our, our products are being produced. These are products being sourced. Um, and this is how environmental impact versus anything in terms of competition. Right. Create more brand engagement, brand yep. awareness for your brand. And compared yep. to just, of course, to make sure that they decide for your product. Now, uh, search, compare, decide. We anticipate that they then at some point they have certain products. They then need to select one, either online. Uh, of course, when you hook them up or more in your bot, they're in your world and uh, even on web shops and stuff. So, But at least in the decide phase, uh, you can definitely inform them more about the product itself. Uh, also in compare, so that's uh, that's a little bit, and on the ingredients, or what I see more and more are also in food, but across the board is that you more want to sell the solution. So not the individual product, but the solution. And that means in food, I always say the solution is, is the recipe because then more products might be involved, even more products from different brands, right? So you can have your fries and you communicate what can you make with fries or, or any baking product or anything else. Uh, however, you can combine that also with other brands uh, and uh, across brands propose the recipe so that they can decide saying, hey, this is pretty interesting. I'm going to buy this, uh, this product. So that, uh, and it's I a great element really cool. uh, to drive trust as well. It gives you full transparency in terms of what is in my product. And this is becoming more and more um, a top of mind of people. Yeah. True, true, true. Then you have a share a coupon, for instance, for a retail promotion uh, or on your own web shop or anything like that. So here we're coming much more in kind of omni-channel omni, uh, engagement, uh, whereby you have, through the various means, a coupon that either drives to web, drives to store, or any uh, other Right, that's more from search compared to site in the purchase phase, right? In the purchase yeah, phase, yeah. you can you can influence them uh, when you're hooked up with them in the bot uh, or they engage with you in the bot, then uh, potentially you have the app 
um, or they go on a website and say, hey, uh, where are you at? What do you want to buy? Um, and then you know more of, of them as well and you can provide them a coupon code. Perhaps they can scan it at the self-scanning um, uh, 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 self-scanning um, registers with an Amazon uh, Go uh, store. It will be a little bit different. I should check if that's then digitally assigned because that's going to be a little bit difficult when you go <laughs> and run out the store that you also get that discount. But nevertheless, no, not a lot of people are that far yet. It's coming, but uh, it's definitely cool to uh, potentially show uh, a QR code or a barcode to, to get some reduction. Now, going from purchase and then, of course, usage. So you create the product, you put it on the table, or you bake with it, or you cook with it. Um, again, uh, one thing that I've seen myself is that they have some QR code on the pack and that you scan uh, potentially hook them up in a bot and then say, hey, what are you in for today? Are you in sweet or not? And then the, the funny thing was that company did this and they really found out that, that their product was not consumed in the morning, but in the afternoon. And they always mm. thought that people were, were eating their product uh, uh, in, 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 in the morning. So that was a key eye-opener. So it's not only in the use that you really can do some market research here uh, with a recipe of the day as they did. So that's why I came to this ID and uh yeah quick health benefits calories vitamin vitamins would also be good to uh to inform them about uh, last but one it, uh, jerome oh yeah the, the data topic which you mentioned as well it's, it's it's a vital thing i think a lot of people forget that with an email you're in and out unless they click on something with a bot they're engaged they're in a platform and so on and basically you can see the entire behavior going through the bot while you drive the discussion, while you have the discussion back and forth, you see, clearly see the choices that the consumer is making. So from a, from a data perspective, it is an ideal platform in order to have a better understanding in terms of who's my customer, what drives my customer, and what do they want. Now, then here, we like very much the QR code, and apologies for that, because in particular in CPG, as they, uh, a lot of them don't own their own retail brand um, platform or anything like that, it gives you an opportunity without any additional expenditure to actually engage with your client yeah, and with your customer. Now, we have here, uh, for instance, uh, we can share also through um, the bot the clear brand values. I mean, how many platforms are out there currently for CPG brands where on the website they're trying to promote what are their brand values, how are they uh, um, rating in terms of social engagement, how are they rating in terms of eco-engagement, and what differentiates them from the competition. Your bot basically in this case gives you a much broader platform in order to do that and a much more engaging platform because how many people are actually searching online to the company website to look for how engaged they are from a brand i think that's well, more and more yeah that's more and more happening there's one brand here in the netherlands and belgium they're now really exploring belgium as well which is a chocolate manufacturer they mm -hmm. are going skyrocketed uh, perfectly because they really position their brand as funny very colorful but more importantly their value and their belief is definitely that they want to have chocolate slave slavery free chocolate right mm -hmm. and their ambition is not only to to do that for their own brand because they already do however they really want to do this and, and preach this across the board for everybody so they really want to push uh push everybody in thinking like that and that's their communication so they have a lot of 
different uh, stuff on their website. You can become their ambassador as well on their website. So that would be ideal, of course. So uh, to engage with uh, your uh, consumers uh, on a regular basis uh, via email, starting, getting them in the bot, start a conversation. And of course, share that, which is more critical in the evangelize phase. After usage, we say you evangelize. Hopefully, you get ambassadors, brand ambassador, because that sells easier than a lot of marketing. And that uh, that they share this stuff, a great video or an update around the brand uh, to others. Yeah, that's a very simple one in that phase as well as, uh, hey, I ate this and with this recipe that you provide um, visuals or that they, of course, share the recipe themselves on social media with some tags, that would be, of course, even cooler. Uh, I, I like space. I like it very much with that brand in particular. And you see clear how relevance is becoming so key for brands. If a, if a brand doesn't have relevance, basically there's much less engagement with that brand as well. And as such, they've, they've done an excellent way in, in, in terms of bringing that relevance forward. Uh, why, this, why this brand versus another brand? True. Yeah, Tony Chocoloni, that's the, that's the chocolate brand. They, uh, they do that very well. They engage very well. And that's how they also got um, a lot of spots or really good spots in, in the retail store, in the biggest retail store, which in the beginning was very difficult. But they now really earned their spot with, uh, with, with really mm-hmm. environmental friendly production and uh, the whole food chain. So that's really cool. They could do a whole lot more. By the way, not to get, to get this clear, they're not a client of ours, we wish. But uh, nevertheless, perhaps that still happens. Uh, that would be cool. But that, those are just some examples on conversation opportunities. Of course, first, determine who is the person that you're going to talk to. Then match that with a good persona of your own bot with the right values. And, and, um, and, and then start these conversations potentially that you uh, see here as a food brand CPG, at least a CPG brand. Yeah, so... Uh, Anything you would like to add here, Jerome, in this uh, process? No, I think we've gone quite in depth already here. Um, cool. The only thing I can raise is if people want to know more, again, visit the mini course, uh, go through it, see how how the bot implementation formula can work for you, and let's take it from there. Yeah, so if um, feel free uh, to, uh, to get on board. Of course, great that you listen to our podcast and look at our video cast on YouTube. Uh, please, uh, you can also review, but you can also ask us questions. We'd be more than obliged to, uh, to answer those. So uh, thanks for everybody who's submitting botimplementation.com slash ask. They're also in the, in the notes in uh, our bot, Timbo, which you can then also meet. Uh, will then guide you uh, through these steps. So um, if we have not done this, because this was a long episode, if you want us to review your bot with the bot implementation formula and get some feedback in previous episodes, please listen as well. We looked at the Jamie Oliver bot. We looked at the Levi's bot. If you have your own bot and you would like us to look at them, uh, please botimplementation.com slash submit. Again, Timbo will start the conversation with you so that you submit everything. We will review it and uh, give back your bot health score, as we mentioned it. And if you are okay, uh, we uh, would like to cover it. If not, you will have your bot health score report at least. So uh, botimplementation.com slash submit. So before we let you go, 
great quote. Uh, more up your alley, uh, Jerome. So uh, please. Well, I'm I'm not really into NASCAR, but uh, so so this is from a guy called uh, Jeff Gordon, um, which is I'm not a robot. I have a personality. I have emotions. I have a humorous side to me and an angry side to me. For me, in particular, when when you talk about personas, the conversations that you're having, this is key. Yeah, it is too easy to skip um, who you're engaging with and why you're engaging with that person. Um, and then I think it's too crucial if you want to have a proper engagement with them. So you cannot skip this. Take keep this in mind. This is a, a, a wonderful saying, to be very honest, which reflects that um, you are not engaging with a customer you are engaging with a person and as such it is critical that you find do that at the right level and and respond correctly when they're angry at the other side which is sometimes (laughs) difficult in the conversations because they try to piss you off and test the bot and then how are you going to respond but that's definitely also part of the whole deal of having a conversation and expecting that they do that and respond carefully, otherwise it's a bad brand experience. I basically always look for myself. I take if, what would I do if my wife gets angry with? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That I immediately know what the reaction should be. Respond like a bot, right? (laughs) Exactly. I don't understand. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) Right, right, cool, cool. (laughs) All right, guys, that's that's it for now. So um, today, a lot of uh, CPG focus. So um, if you have any questions, let us know. Everything is in the speaker notes. Um, follow our mini course if you have not done so. That's botimplementation.com slash PMC. So thanks for listening. Happy botting and talk to you later, guys. Okay. Bye.